Hi, I'm Melanie Walker and this is Grounded. If gardening is your passion, this is the place to be to find out about what's happening in the gardening world. Yes, and if you want to know what's happening definitely around South Africa, this is what you should be listening to. And uh, there's some very exciting things that are happening not just in South Africa, but in Johannesburg. And we're going to be finding out a little bit more about that. I don't know if any of you have heard the Johannesburg International Flower Show is coming. I know we've had a Cape Town one and we've all been talking about and thinking, why aren't we running our own Chelsea? But some very, very clever people came along and said, right, we're going to do this now. So to come and talk to me and he's going to tell you all about himself, we have Mike Sham. So company, first of all, where, I mean, you're not involved actually in gardening or the green industry at all, are you? I'm totally outside of the industry, but I am an event guy. Mm. Company is called Vibrant Media. We've run events for a decade and a half, all good events, all very similar, the usual stuff, festivals, sporting events, etc. And uh, a little bit tired of the same events. Many, many years ago, uh, Melanie, I've got to tell the story, how it, how it all sort of started. Um, I was working in London and decided uh, to, to have a weekend break in Amsterdam, as one does when you're living in London. And uh, it happened to be during the Kirkenhof Tulip Festival mm. and landed in Amsterdam. And uh, everybody from the airport to the taxi to the hotel was asking me if, uh, my wife and I, if we were there for the flowers, and of course we weren't. And it's, after a day or so, it felt like we were the only people in the whole of Amsterdam not there for the flower show. So we thought, just to get these people off our back and say yes, we'll go off to this flower show. And it was glorious, wasn't it? Well, like the story that so many that I've heard from so many different people, we intended to go for an hour. We got the first train in, we got the last train out, and had absolute best day. But there is this thing, I mean, it's a very big thing over in Europe specifically with all of these different gardening shows. I mean, I've been to Chelsea and I've been to Hampton Court. Um, there's so many places that you can go. They've, they've got flower shows, even just the little ones in little towns where people bring out their prize dahlia. You yes. know? So it's very much embedded, I think, in the European psyche. If you look at how absolutely mad they are about plants. I mean, even one of our previous presenters from here in South Africa, Lawrence Hilton, who used to work with me on Treasure Hunt, he has fights with his neighbours where he lives in England about who's got the best bowls of hanging gardens outside their houses. So have you found that maybe South Africans, even though we're very kind of proud of our swimming pools and our lawns, are not in the same way of thinking when it comes to actually going to look at gardens specifically? Um, certainly coming outside of the garden world, I've got uh, what informs that is that I think that uh, we are a little bit spoilt in South Africa when it comes to events. Having lived overseas, I've worked out that what they do, in, especially in Europe, where mm. they have a very short summer, is they really celebrate summer. They get out, they do stuff, and every event is well patronized. So you have events for everything. You will have a flower festival, a cheese festival, a goodness knows, farmer's market, et cetera, et cetera, and everything is full mm. because it's summer and you've got sort of four months to have a go and when the sun's out, everybody goes to everything because you can't do it all year round. Winter's just no go at all. I think especially in Johannesburg with our glorious weather, we tend to not celebrate these events to the extent that we should do. 
So I think we've become a little bit event lazy, if you want to call it that, or celebration lazy. Mm. Uh, because every day, I mean, they, you know, if you can imagine what it's like in Europe, they would kill for our average winter's day. No, and I've had a lot of people coming over here and saying, you call this winter? Look, there's sunshine. And they're walking around in T-shirts. I'm like, you're completely mad. Yes. But we do. We have this wonderful weather and such a long period of time that, I mean, all those farmers' markets and things mm. that have popped up all over the place, which are also celebrating nature and outdoors, you kind of become a little bit blasé. But this is not going to be kind of like one of those things that you would have your next-door neighbor bringing their big pumpkin. Oh, no. This is going to be very different, and it's going to be quite different – to the other shows that have happened in, especially around the Johannesburg area in Gauteng, mm -hmm. in that because I come at this from an event perspective, we really are putting together a show that's done for the, the experience. It's going to be very experiential. Uh, the impression I've got is that many of the shows that have been arranged have been very much done from the industry side. Mm. As inevitably. Opposed, inevitably, as opposed to as a form of entertainment. So we are really, you know, never thought about it doing it from an industry angle because we don't come from the industry. So our angle is very much to put on a show that is for the whole family and everybody can have a great day out. Well, we're going to get into what kind of things you have planned, but I'm just wondering now if you've had to have a, a serious crash course in things green. My word, have I. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that crash course. I don't think that qualifies me as a gardener, but I do understand, you know, and, and, I, and when I look back at some of my earliest sort of when you jot things down and you start making your first plans, I was so far off the mark, it's crazy, you know, but I've had this wonderful education along the way. Last year, I was fortunate enough to, to go over to Chelsea just to go and get a, a look at what they do there. And um, that sort of really um, did a lot for my education and then, of course, I got hold of a lot of people that know a lot more than I do about the actual green stuff. Okay, so where did, where did this actually start? I mean, did you just decide you wanted to do an event or did somebody come to you and say, don't you think we should do this event? A bit of both. I do events anyway, and mm. I'm always on the lookout for good events. And uh, um, just over the last couple of years, I've formed quite a good relationship with Waterfall City that have uh, become quite aggressive about marketing their city that they're building, mm. I suppose, between Johannesburg and Pretoria. And uh, I had done a couple of events there that went off that were quite successful. They approached me and said, hey, um, we're looking for another good event idea. We really like the events you do. Can you think of something? And um, interestingly, I'd just come back from a meeting more around the marketing of events and uh, somebody had sort of just planted a a weird seed, and I know we're talking about seeds. On a, we'll just excuse yeah, that pun for a second, shall we? <laughs> but somebody had just mentioned, you know, the fact that we all do events, but they can often be quite similar. Yeah. Me Too events, another run, another cycle, another food festival. Another, another throwing paint at each other, yes. having color all yeah. over the place. Now, yeah. Yeah. And in actual fact, that's a, that's a good comparison because a great idea, we're going to have these color festivals, and it will, the first one is successful, the next thing you had, 10. Yeah. And, you know, that's about as creative as we get in Johannesburg sometimes when it comes to festivals. Now, full declaration, I'm a Joburg boy, love Joburg, won't say Join anything. Join the club, woohoo, yeah, go Joburg, go Lions, yes. yes. <laughs> exactly right. So my first thought is always Joburg. Mm. And uh, then I started a bit of research into remembering this, uh, this incident that happened all those years ago in Amsterdam, thinking, here's a good idea. Let me just have a look at it because now we have that wonderful thing called the internet. 
went around looking at the flower shows. Obviously, the first thing that comes to mind as a South African is a Chelsea flower show. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon you start realizing that there's a lot more in the world other than the Chelsea flower show. And as a great city, Johannesburg deserves an international flower show. So I've been saying this for years and years and years. I mean, if you'd been listening to this program back in the day, you would have heard me going, I think we should do it, mainly because um, a couple of years back I was involved with the Cape Town Flower Show. Yes. And uh, got in very involved in that and helping with that and everything. But obviously then they, the second year they wanted to do it, they had that huge drought. Okay. So that went by the wayside. And they're still battling with water down there. Um, is that going to be a problem? Because we're still under, like, what is it called, level one water restrictions in Johannesburg at the moment. People don't even know we still are. Yes, look, we have to be um, – one of the, the, the unintended benefits to the idea of having a flower show is that it, it really dovetails well with some of our real problem areas. So water usage, for example, and you would know a lot better than I do, there's far more efficient ways of working with water, um, water and flowers. Mm. So you will, we are going to incorporate that from the very start. We won't have to turn this into a water-wise event. It's going to be a water-wise event from the start. Right. Um, similarly, for, for powering up the event, because we're going to be on a, on a vacant space just in front of the Mall of Africa. And uh, that is not a service space. We're not going to be in a convention center or in an event space. We, we're so doing that's no trees, outside. no water, no, no electricity. No trees, no water, no electricity. But, of course, with electricity, especially now with, with Eskom doing such a sterling job, <laughs> we are immediately resorting to solar. Yeah. So the event itself is going to really fit in well with the current narrative from the very beginning. Mm. That's exciting to hear. I mean, we're always going on about being more green, about being more environmentally friendly, about being more carbon conscious and all of those things, whether it be from making bricks out of uh, useful or useless material, shall Mm. we say, to getting off the grid. And I suppose we're not going to be really getting off the grid with this one, but it is still going to be about the flowers. So you're going to be running along the same lines as Chelsea with a grand pavilion and show gardens all over the place? That's exactly right. We Grand pavilion. Um, it's going to be about 6,000 square meters of pavilion, very big space. Uh, one of your colleagues, Jill Manson, mm-hmm. um, who's a flower specialist, she's uh, really going to ensure that we get the best flower displays and that you know that that that'll be a thing of beauty and then we're going to have show gardens um, which will keep everybody occupied and in terms of the scale we are really looking at an event roughly the size of of chelsea Mm. in terms of size they are limited in size because they work in in the park that they work in we are not we've actually got a bigger piece of land to work with but we are going to have as many attractions, if not more, than what you would find at Chelsea. Yeah, because I mean, I'm sure that um, I know the green industry a lot of the time is one of those industries that doesn't have a lot of money behind it. No. So you have to go to people who have got money who might be interested in getting people into gardening, like property developers, would always be my first thing and say, come, you've got money, you're a bank, you do home loans. Yes. Why aren't you getting involved in this as well? But the whole thing about doing show gardens, I know that you've also pulled in Leon Klucher, Leon. who is one of my favorite designers um i worked with him at the cape town flower show and i've always watched what he does like over in singapore because he travels everywhere travels and does everywhere. show gardens absolutely and and he got that break basically by working at the chelsea flower show and getting judged which is another big aspect to our shows we've got international judges coming mm. 
So, uh, you know, to people that are a little bit afraid that you're going to see a very basic garden done by who knows who in a flower display, yeah, um, these are going to be displays and, and gardens that are going to be judged by international judges. So, uh, you know, there's, uh, at the moment we, we, we're recruiting landscapers and floral designers, etc., to submit work to, to be shown. And, of course, uh, it's going to be vetted before we allow people to, to display at our show. And it, we're going to, from the very beginning, going to make this a show that's going to be world class. Mm. So are you having other people coming from overseas? Have you had any interest from overseas um, designers? Some very interesting in, interests, some wonderful things, and please, I'm praying that it, that it comes off. We've got one of the top Japanese garden designers from Japan who wants to come here and build a garden. So as soon as we get the specs on that, we're going to be out to try and find a sponsor to uh, build the garden and, and bring her over. Mm. Uh, we've had uh, French designers that are interested. We've got the Kenyan Obviously, I mean, I've found out some fascinating statistics now. Obviously, um, you know, I'm not the green guy, but I'm certainly the business guy. And I, I found out that, I mean, we all know that Kenya exports flowers to Europe. Mm. But do we really understand the extent? 43% of all flowers in Europe are provided by Kenya. Kenya. I thought we were up there on that list as well. I know how many, like, for instance, amaryllis and those kind of things are being taken out to Europe all the time. Yes. From South Africa. We're one of the, also one of the big suppliers. I didn't realize Kenya was that big. Kenya is massive. I mean, for nearly half of the flowers that you get in Europe come from Kenya. So they are absolutely massive. They've got a sort of a six-hour um, advantage on South Africa in terms of transport. And uh, so they, they're very keen to be involved. We've had interest even from Ecuador. I'm not sure what they grow in Ecuador. It sounds exciting to me. I think it'll be probably a lot of tropical stuff, which yes. would be really, really nice. But yeah. that is something that, um, you know, you go across to Chelsea and you do see that there are always other countries from all over the world. The little islands and Panama and, of course, South Africa takes the, the Kirsten Bosch exhibition. Once again with Leon Klucher. Well, we have had confirmation from the powers that be that we will be having the full South African uh, garden reproduced at our show just two months after or three months after it, uh, it takes place at Chelsea. So you don't need to go. 15,000 South Africans go to Chelsea every year. They don't need to this year because they can see the South African exhibition at our show. Well, I think that people will still want to go to Chelsea once we've got this on the map. Yes. Then that's going to be a thing. Yes. Now, we're always used to a whole bunch of different events that happen around the country here in South Africa. But I don't think any have been on the scale of what we're about to see. We all know Chelsea. We all know that um, Leon Klucher has now taken over as the designer of the Kirstenbosch Gardens exhibit, which goes into the Grand Pavilion at Chelsea. Um, and that, that is the thing. I always thought oh, it's, it's actually a show garden, but it's inside the, the Grand Pavilion. Yes. It's the show gardens, I mean, Chelsea is the, the acme of perfection. I mean, are we going to get the Queen to come out here to South Africa? No, I'm joking. I know I that will never happen. <laughs> there may be a few queens, but not the Queen. <laughs> not the Queen. Yes. But um, I mean, I sit there and I think about, I know Dermot Gavin has been out here f a few times, Andy Sturgeon. I'm talking about designers that I know, obviously, as a designer, and the people that I've followed who've been on television. I mean, I want Monty Don to come out here. You know, I mean, how are we going to get these people to come and do something at the Johannesburg International Flower Show? Because overseas, people aren't going to really know anybody unless it's the Kirstenbosch exhibition, that's it. Yes. 
I think uh, the the solution to that lies in you know obviously South Africa is very highly regarded in the world of flowers. You, yeah, you but know, we have two of the, like the largest floristic kingdoms, and we're not just talking about uh, the Feinbos Kingdom, but also our, our um, Bushveld. Yes, the whole grasslands. We've got amazing biodiversity, and those people are very aware of that, and mm. they want to come out here and experience it for themselves, or even work with that. They're not going to get that opportunity until we build a show like this. So we're not going to get all of them right now. But in you know, and we are not doing this event just to do it once off and finish. This is going to become an annual event. You know, I, I was having a look at uh, the Philadelphia Flower Show. That's been going for 160 years. Mm. You know, you you if you build this right, it's going to last for a long, long time, and it's going to become something that people will will visit for many, many years. It becomes part of an almost an international circuit, and we'll get those people here. Yeah, the first thing to do is to is to get the show uh, to the standard that uh, will make them take notice. Okay, so now, as we said, there's going to be show gardens, there's a grand pavilion with um, workshops that you'll be holding as well? There will be workshops, there will be a whole host of workshops, and some of our international judges will even be giving workshops. Um, we've got Pascal Garbe, who's one of uh, the country, one of the world's leading um, um, judges of show gardens, and he does workshops, and he's re- released books, you know, that have been bestsellers in, mm. over in Europe. He's going to be doing workshops around edible pl- edible plants or edible flowers. And we're going to be doing a whole range of workshops, so that's that's going to be very exciting. There'll be no charge; just come to the show and attend the workshops. And we're talking about obviously the, the people who have already paid for their ticket to come no, in in the first place. Once but you pay for your ticket, the workshops no additional cost. Yes. Okay. So, and then you said it's going to be a full-on experiential thing. So now, how are you going to get? other people to come i mean i know that gardening is probably the number one hobby of most people okay with fishing very close second surprisingly but people won't be thinking i don't think about oh i'm going to go and do this garden show unless they're really into gardening specifically and it's not just something that they have to mow the lawn on a sunday yeah, we have to we have to try and it's it's quite a hard task, especially in the first year, to to educate people that it's um, that it's more than than just for the enthusiast, the mm. the real enthusiast. You know, just like I had my experience where I would never have sort of pegged myself as being somebody who'd went go to a flower show. Now I would go to any flower show, but I'm still not going to work in my garden really. So we need lazy so and so you. I mean, really, come on. What do you leave it to to the wife or somebody else to do? I leave it to very often. I leave it to the greenkeeper at the golf course, but that's a whole different kind of garden. (laughs) (laughs) A big garden, right? Okay. But uh, you know what we're trying to sell you is the idea of the show and the event and Mm. and the beauty and the splendor that that goes with us along the way. We're also going to have. The food and the, the you know something to drink and music, because these all align with with the flower show. You know we've had a lot of pressure to do a fashion show. There'll be a fashion component, but it's not going to be everything. You know there, yeah. there's the ranch show that does everything. We yeah. we are going to be a flower show run very much along the lines of the international flower shows. So would you have like the botanical art people there as well? We've got the South African Botanical Art Association because they are very um, proud to be celebrating their 20th anniversary. So they're coming along, doing a full display. We even have the South African uh, Floral Union doing their, have moved their big competition to being part of our show as well. 
So there'll be those flower designers trying to win trophies. And so, yeah, we've had a lot of buy-in. It's been fantastic. Okay. Now, you've also got Leon pretty much going to be overseeing a lot of the installations of the show gardens. Leon is going to be overlooking and uh, the firstly the, the entries for show gardens. So he'll be overseeing that as well as... Um, you know, the construction so that mm-hmm. they resemble what was uh, put forward. Um, and so just to ensure that those standards are world-class. Mm. We just want to do this right from the beginning. Okay, and you said music. Music. Yes. Music's a very big part of this. Um, it is a place, and once again, you go to those other shows over there, You, it's not just flowers and gardens. There's also food and drink and music, but we will have – an entertainment area, it will be a place to relax, a place to sit down, to to just listen to music that's appropriate to the, the time. So I'm going to be a rock concert, but mm. it'll be uh, just very good music that's suitable to that. At this stage, we, we're still working on those lineups, so that, that'll come out in time. There's also going to be quite an interactive children's area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've decided that, uh, you know, there's those kids, uh, there's no jumping castles, but there's going to be a lot of work to do teaching them to work in gardens and plant stuff and just generally bring your kids, but they're going to go home dirty. Fantastic. One should always be dirty. Yes. When when you're a kid. Yes. (laughs) Not so much when we're older. (laughs) But that's the thing. I mean, we we, we look at a lot of the events and you think, how are we going to get people – I mean, all the people who belong to garden clubs. I've been talking to various garden clubs around the country, spoke to Clarence and Bethlehem, and they're like immediately, oh, we are going to have to make a thing that we get together and come up. So garden clubs, you know you've got them. Yes. Okay. That's what they've been waiting for. That's what they're really interested in. But it's the people who might not, you know, all the the nouveau riche maybe who don't actually do their own gardening. Would it be still something that they would want to come? I mean, I think about all the people who go to watch the polo, even though they don't play uh, polo. Yes, they don't play polo and they've never ridden a horse, but they go to the polo. The same as the people that go to Durban July and other of these social events, mm-hmm. they go along to enjoy it. When people go to the joy of jazz, they're not going there to learn how to sing jazz. They're going there to enjoy the jazz. So we need to get that and, and in a way kind of break that perception that the only reason you're going to go to a show like this is so that you can learn how to garden. No, mm. you can also just come there just to see the beautiful gardens. That's what I take out of the show. If you and I went to the show together, you'd be looking at it to get gardening tips. I'd be going to the show to look at a beautiful garden. Oh, no, I'd be going, I mean, yeah. I went to Chelsea just to go and take pictures of the gardens. Correct. I mean, there was all the other stuff that I went and saw, but it was great and you collect pamphlets and everything. But for me, it was all about going to look at the yeah. gardens. Exactly. And it's a huge social event over there. I mean, they, they broadcast live from there every single day every single on the day. BBC. Yeah. Are we going to be doing the same thing, kind, trying to do something like that here? Uh, we want to build the event first before we go and speak to these people. So, um, But to be fair, they are starting to approach us so i think we are going to have coverage we'll definitely have coverage from the home channel absolutely Um, well if jill and i have got anything to do with it that's for sure (laughs) so that that'll definitely happen so people will see um visuals on but as this thing starts taking shape it'll be easier to convince the more mainstream channels if you want to call it that that it's worth covering Mm. uh, just because it is something that is Currently not happening around Johannesburg. Yes, Ed Sheeran takes a stage and 60,000 people go to listen to music that they've already got. Yes. So, you know, there's no reason why uh, we can't convince people to come to uh, the flower show. Because where else can you have 
a wonderful glass of champagne. Walk around and feel special for a couple Ooh, of Oh, I tell you what, when I was down at the Cape Town Flower Show, that's all I did was eat muscle, I mean, oysters and drink champagne and, and talk a lot to yes. everybody. But and also because it's at Waterfall yes. by the Mall of Africa, it's actually, it's quite easy to get to. It's not like having to get to a place where there's no parking. I mean, parking Correct. is not going to be an issue there. Parking shouldn't be an issue there. Obviously, there's, there's a lot of parking in the mall itself mm. and it is really uh, just about 100 meters from the mall there's more than enough parking yes so mm. is the is the short answer and you can take the car train and take the car train we'll arrange passes there'll be uber pickup and drop off points if you get too stuck on that champagne <laughs> yeah and why not after and all? why not yeah yes. every good reason to do so so i mean it's it's just so accessible for everybody and i, and, I mean price wise uh the the tickets are going to be 195 for adults mm-hmm. And it's, there's going to be a discounted price for uh, pensioners and, and children. And early birds? Early birds must, yes, there'll be, there'll, there'll be an early bird special as well. People must come to our website, yeah, uh, johannesburgflowershow.com. And we haven't mentioned the dates, which of course are very No, important. this is what the whole thing, because now people are going to say, I want to know when it's happening. So when is it happening? It's happening from the 30th of October to the 3rd of November. Mm-hmm. So it, we're going to catch that springtime. Flowers are at their best. Weather's great. Uh, and it's really going to be a, a great event. Okay, and it's a five-day event. Five-day event. So you can go on any of those five days. There's absolutely no excuse for missing out on this. But if people want to know more about it, of course, uh, you go to joburgflowershow.co.za. Yeah, or .com, either or. Or .com, both of them. Both of them. Got a Twitter presence, Facebook presence. It's going to be a big social media event because flowers are just such beautiful things, just so easy to promote them through social media. Yes. I yeah. think that people get tired of looking at my timeline on Instagram because it's either my children, yes. um, old cars, or flowers. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, well, thanks so much for coming in and sharing this. And um, I will obviously be keeping people updated on what's actually going to be happening further uh, and as we go along and uh, all the excitement that comes in. We'll tell you all about it um, on on this particular channel, Grounded, of course, and I'm wishing you the best of luck and I'm sure that I'm going to help you make it become a a really great event as well. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, that's it. So we'll catch you again on the next one. Until then, get out and stay grounded. Bye-bye. For show notes and more information about this episode, go to solidgoldstudios.co.za forward slash grounded.